Reddit did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, May 5th. I had to kind of correct myself. We haven't come at you guys on a Sunday in a while. Yeah. We've had we've had while. to kind of go to some Mondays, which is fine. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Um, but we've had to do that and that and that is quite okay. Um, before we get started, I'd like to tell you guys my tell you guys about my friends at my bookie. Um, guys, my bookie is the best bet this season. They're the best in the business, whether it comes to uh, online gambling. Um, you know, they're, they've got the best online website. Uh, just check them out, and, and I can even help you guys out and get you guys. Uh, they'll match your deposit dollar for dollar, but only if you use the promo code ISSUE. That's the only way they'll do it. They'll match your deposit dollar for dollar if you use the promo code ISSUE. So check them out today at mybookie.ag. But only if you use a promo code issue. Check them out today. Maybe check them out. Also, check out our friends at SeatGeek. Um, let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know you're getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot, great deal. Yellow dot, good deal. Red Dot, not so good deal. Use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers on them. I don't know what you're waiting for. The promo code is ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek, Life's an Event, we have the tickets. Guys, go check them out. Get to it. Get to it. SeatGeek, see which one works for you. Great sponsors. Love working with them. Yep. Um, let's let's jump right in to Tennessee baseball. I mean, a disappointing week, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's tough. We talked about last episode. We talked about this was a chance to jump someone in front of you. Um, we even talked about how tough the West was. We, you know, that uh, as much as we didn't want to give up a series sweep to Arkansas, we we kind of understood it at the same time. But this was a chance to go get in front of someone. Yeah, and you pass it up, and you, and you did get one win on Friday, yeah. which is nice. But giving up the series win is is tough, and you had your opportunities, especially today. Yep, and like you said, this was a chance to to pass Missouri for third in the in the East. Um, so that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, but Friday, you you were down five to one um, again, and you were pitching your ace uh, Garrett Stallings. They kind of jumped on him early. Um, Sean Hunley was able to come in and, and slam that door, and the Vols were able to, to score uh, 10 unanswered runs. Yeah. Um, so won that game 11-5. to five. Evan Russell had three hits, three RBIs. Um, Justin Ammons had two hits. Solari had two hits, four RBIs. And Jake Rucker had two hits, two RBIs. Jake Rucker had a heck of a series this week um, or, or this weekend. Um, I think he had – Multi hits in all three games. He's batting three nineteen in SEC play, um, and was you know originally like the ninth batter and for much of the year, um, but now Vitello you know has faith in him and he's he was batting six today. So getting you know further up in that lineup and a true freshman that's playing that well in SEC play is definitely awesome to see. Um, and then Saturday Saturday was a weird game. Um, yeah. So I, I went a, Saturday. You had a rain delay. That was so. I tough. went home um, <laughs> and watched it in my recliner. Um, 
yeah, it was it was a weird game. Played two innings, um, and then we had that rain delay. And uh, Crochet come he started the game and came back out after the rain delay and, and pitched. Um, and they pitched their ace, and uh, he did not come back after the rain delay, which it went to help them out because he was able to come in today and right. close everything out for right. us or for them. Um, so yeah. We, just nothing really happened yesterday. Jake Rucker went two for three, um, but lost that game six to two. And then um, today, jump on Missouri seven to nothing in the first two innings. And then, you know, Lingenfelter looked like he was in control. And then, you know, the third inning, for whatever reason, walked a few batters, um, got some, they got some timely hits, and uh, they tied the game um, seven to seven in that third inning. And then it was, you know, kind of a standstill until the seventh. We loaded the bases, and um, and they brought their ace in to kind of close things out with two outs. And um, he ends up walking Justin Ammons. We get a run. Uh, we're leading eight to seven, headed into the eighth. And then the eighth, they're able to score three runs. They hit a, a two-run shot and a sack fly to make the game 10-8. And then we just – we couldn't do anything after that. I feel like it was kind of – it kind of sucked because – uh, Camden Swell came in for Lingenfelter after that third inning, or in that third inning, um, to close it out. And, you know, for whatever reason, we didn't throw Redmond Walsh starting that eighth inning. You know, and of course, after you lose, you play that what if game. What if you were to, you know, put Redmond Walsh in there, your closer, the guy that's been there for you all season. But you give the, the freshman an opportunity, they hit a two run shot off of him. It sucks, but. You know, if you put them in, it, the same thing could have happened. But yeah, you know, absolutely. You, you still look at it just like, why didn't you put Redmond Walsh in? That would if that would if game is definitely tough. Yeah. But like, I mean, like you said, you you give guys chances, and I mean, obviously we're dis. You know, as Vol fans, I feel like everyone should be disappointed in that you dropped a series when you had a chance to win it, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also kind of see. You mentioned that you, when you look back, you play the what if game, but you you know looking at the time, you you see why they you know kind of why they did it. Yeah, so. and, and Missouri's a good offensive team. Um, I think we had the advantage with with pitching, um, especially in our in our bullpen. But and, you know, Missouri had the bats. And you look so, at Missouri and like they're not a bad team. Like they're ranked no. in the top twenty five. Like, yeah. and they're just in front of us in the SEC standings. Like it's not like a. It's not an easy series by any means. Yeah, I definitely think these two teams are pretty evenly matched. Um, you know, it was just unfortunate events with the rain delay. You know, they didn't bring their ace back out there. We brought Crochet back out there, and he didn't – you could tell he didn't have the velocity he had in the, those first two innings before the rain delay. But, you know, you live and you learn. <laughs> it, it happens. I mean, yeah. it, it's tough. It, we talked about it at the beginning of the year not getting swept at least you did and i hate to say that like yeah absolutely hate to say that but at least you got a win on friday mm-hmm. in terms of looking forward yeah um obviously looking back you feel like you should have gotten the series win and um you see some opportunities you could have jumped on um but looking forward you didn't get swept and you we've talked about kind of this all year you you have a chance to go to hoover and when you get to hoover you make some noise at that point and yeah. um more than you know, more than likely, I haven't seen what Florida's done this week, but you're probably still sitting at fourth. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not. I haven't looked at the standings either, but 
Um, you know, you can't dwell on the past. You got to move on. You got to yep. get to Florida. You got to get to Ole Miss. Um, uh, yeah, and and not only are you kind of hoping you still sit in front in front of Florida, you go and play them this week. Yeah. So, so. I mean, even if they were to sweep whoever they played, you can still put yourself in that position to, to get right. rid of them after this weekend. Um, but you're, you're trying to get ready for postseason play, um, so you want to you know knock out all the kinks. Hopefully, you're able to get you know Max Ferguson and Luke Lipsius back in the next couple of weeks to get them ready for the postseason play. Um, and you know you want to solidify yourself as one of the top teams in the SEC, mm-hmm. but you also want to be in that you know the field of sixty four coming into the, the year. Yeah, I mean that that's a huge deal. Yeah, and, and to do that, you're going to have to. You know, take care of business these two weekends, and then you're going to have, like you said, make some noise in the SEC tournament to be yeah. able to do that. And, and the last two series you have, SEC series, are not easy yeah. by any means. Um, and honestly, probably the SEC tournament is harder to win than the, <laughs> the NCAA tournament, as crazy as that I mean, sounds. I mean, it's, I guess it's kind of like football You, in terms of if you can win the SEC, you could definitely – or not definitely, you could – Probably win. Yeah, you're probably the, number one coming out of exactly that. That's that's the best way to put it. Because um, I mean, you play Florida, who's just behind you, but last year they're the one of the one of the better teams in the country. Ole Miss is sitting at uh, number three, I think, right now in the SEC. Um, see, if that's right, number three. Yes, uh, in the SEC. Uh, don't know what they're ranked nationally, but I'm sure it's fairly high. Missouri's at 24. Yeah, so. Um, in, yeah, what, in whatever sure everybody in the SEC could potentially be yeah. in that field of 64. And I think we've talked about it, just kind of how the crazy rankings, there's really no definite ranking um, with college baseball. So yeah. I, I'm sure Ole Miss is, is ranked really high in one of them. So that makes sense. They're <laughs> something. So that's good. Um, and but, I, yeah, but so, Tennessee, yeah. they just got to do – I think one thing they need to improve on is, you know, when they get runners on base – you know they got to find a way to get them on. You can't strike out with the bases loaded like they did today. Um, you can't just get a weak ground ball when bases are loaded. You got to, you know, hit it hard somewhere. Um, as you know, basic as that sounds, like, I know that from tap baseball. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you have to do that to, you know, something could go wrong. At that, I mean, it's tough to have runners in scoring position and not get them moving anywhere. Yeah, but if so. you don't touch the ball at all, you know, yeah. something's going to happen. So. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, you know, that that's very frustrating to see. Um, and we did it like two or three times in this series where we had bases loaded we weren't able to do anything with it. Um, so you can't do that, especially in SEC play. Um, but let's move on. Florida. It's very true. Actually, Austin P. your Tuesday. Um, don't, don't be jumping. Yeah, and then Florida. We can jump to that. Austin <laughs> P is whatever. I'd still like to win Austin P. Yeah, I still want to win. I'm not going to knock the previous staff, but I feel like even last year, I feel like we dropped a couple games, those midweek games, didn't we? Yeah, I think so we've only that's lost not even one, the previous staff. We but only lost one midweek game. But I mean, last year, I feel like we dropped. Maybe I'm just disappointed in the whole season, so maybe I'm just thinking that. But I yeah. feel like if you go back and look at last year, a couple midweek games, I feel like we're dropped. Right. Yeah, there was a couple, a couple of non-conference games as well right. that we shouldn't have lost to uh, last I year. can't remember off the top of my head, so I'm, I'm just guessing. But, yeah, Austin P. would – I mean, I don't know what their baseball program looks like. We've obviously played a couple um, in-state teams of lower level, mm-hmm. but that are good. I mean, yeah. worth – Worth challenging yourself to. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin P may be the same. So obviously look forward to that game on is that t- that is Tuesday, and then you jump to a series at Florida starting on Friday. And then when you come back to Ole Miss, 
most of those are on SEC Network. Yeah. Which I guess all these... Oh, all these are. I was looking at it. Well, I guess not Network all of them are. Some of them are on... Um, yeah, that SEC Network Plus, which is yeah. different than SEC Network. I don't know why. I didn't they... realize I had SEC Network Plus, and then I just like set it into my remote and it pulled up. I oh, was nice! Like, Crap, I've been watching it on my phone for like the whole season. <laughs> so, is SEC Network Plus? Is that the alternate channel? Is that what that is? So it's not the alt. It's it's not the like alternate. No, you know how if you like go up yeah. one channel, it's yeah. okay. No, it's it is SEC Network Plus. Um, but it's I, on I TV. To do the alternate, but yeah, if you have, I have SEC Network, so I get SEC Network Plus. I guess I better double check. I don't know. Yeah, I, I have know no idea. Um, but apparently, I do. So okay. I, I got to watch today's game on um, a screen, not my phone. So great. <laughs> that is good. But uh, other news: uh, Tennessee baseball. Nick Senzel got his major league debut on Friday, and uh, got his first major league hit in that game. And then on Saturday. Got robbed of a home run to dead center by Kevin Pillar um, for the San Francisco Giants. And then got his later on in the game, his his first major league home run. And that, that's just awesome to see. He was a freshman All-American, actually from Knoxville, um, went to Farragut High School and then um, went on to Tennessee, was a freshman All-American, and an All-American his junior year, and uh, was selected number two overall in that um, major league draft. And has worked his way up. He, you thought he was going to be um, in in talks to make his de- major league debut last year. Got injured um, and has worked his way back. And you know the Reds have, have put him in a a situation where they think you know he can make the most plays. He was at he played third base most of the time in his career at Tennessee. Um, has been you know pretty much an infielder all of his life. But mm-hmm. his um, the Reds have him playing outfield. It, it was his seventh. His major league debut was his, was his seventh game professionally playing outfield. Wow! Um, and they had him at center field. Um, they had him there today. He was batting second um, yesterday, and I think he is down to like five or six. Um, but I mean, good for the Reds. Yeah. Know. Well, I jumped to Cincinnati Twitter just to kind of see what everyone else was uh, talking about it, and I feel like as a fan, so I stepped back and I was like, I mean, analyze it as a fan. Um, but a lot of the fans were excited. They felt like this was the missing uh, piece of their offense. Like, not the missing piece, but yep. a, a huge helpful piece to their offense that maybe was sort of that missing piece. And a lot of them are super excited about Senzel being there now, and, and they feel very confident. So that that's obviously really cool to see. Yeah, and to see such a young guy have that confidence and, and an organization have that confidence in him to put him in that situation, they thought this was the right time to bring him up. Um, and, you know, now they won a couple games with him, and hopefully he's able to be a key piece to that organization. Yeah, that'd be really cool to see. I mean, as a Tennessee guy and then also yeah. I mean, as a Knoxville guy. Yeah, I mean, like at least he doesn't play for a team I hate. <laughs> That's fair. So who? Oh, I guess the Red Sox are the who you're talking about. Oh, I, yeah. I, I thought about that, and then I realized. Yeah. Okay, got it. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of, like, the Dodgers either. I don't like the Dodgers. Is there a reason? Just just cause? Just, yeah, just cause. They're the Dodgers? Yeah, California teams just aren't appealing. No, they don't rub you the right way? Yeah. <laughs> and apparently they... <laughs> but Cincinnati rubs you the, the yeah. right way. But California um, isn't really rubbing Rick Barnes very well. Either. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because you <laughs> wanted to jump in this. Um, I mean, I don't know what to make of all this. I'm not saying Rick Barnes is perfect by any means. Um, 
I think a lot of people have done a good job in terms of like our fan base have done a good job of stepping back and going, how would you view it as an outside, you know, as an out, like yep. Rick Barnes isn't a fan of Tennessee. And I, you know, I, in our perfect world, everyone is a Philip Fulmer live and die by Tennessee. Um, when we had Mark Nagy on, I mean, he talked about Philip Fulmer spent what 30 of his like 32 years of adult life dedicated. And that was before he was the AD, right? Yep. Dedicated to the University of Tennessee, or I guess right as he had become AD. Yeah. Dedicated, and I mean, obviously that's ideal, but that's just not the case with Rick Barnes. That's not the case with uh, most of your coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the the whole UCLA thing kind of seems like a, from UCLA standpoint, oh, he didn't deny me, or he did, you can't fire me, I fired you kind of deal. Like, yeah. No, you didn't turn us down. We turned you down, kind of deal. Yeah, I, I just don't understand like why it's still coming up. Yeah. Um, and and I think I don't know who's telling the truth. That's first and foremost. I have no clue. Right. I mean, that's and, true. And what's not? But um, I, I think UCLA has a bigger reason to actually lie about it um, because they have botched this whole yeah. coaching search. It, it's very. It might be worse than most of the Tennessee searches yeah, we've seen. And, and I think that that brings me to a key reason why I think because they're not a, a big time program anymore. They want to be, and they think they are. But, but does it not, not blow not. your mind that UCLA isn't like? I feel like when we were growing up, like we heard about UCLA, and we're like, oh, you know, like that's yeah. You know, we played them in football in like oh seven oh eight oh six oh six oh seven. Yeah, that's a. I feel like we played them now. It's like oh, that's just another power five game. Who cares? Like we scheduled. Um, not Utah, Utah State, I guess. Yeah, uh, a couple years ago. Is that Utah State? Utah. Yes. Yeah. Because BYU. I, yeah. Yeah. So Utah State was mm-hmm. like fourteen. Yeah, something like that. Fifteen. They're not Power Five, but like I feel like that's like scheduling UCLA now. Like it's a West team, like that has a name. Yeah. I don't. Know. I mean, I don't know. Like whatever. Yeah. So I, I think they have a bigger reason. They botched this coaching surge, um, and it wasn't nationally televised, kind of like ours was. Um, <laughs> So I don't think it was as a big deal, and I feel like that's because they're not as big of a, as a program as people as they think they are. I mean, I guess it's just them being out out in LA. Like you would think they would be. Yeah, I don't know why they're not. Yeah, I just think it's it's Pac-12 basketball. It's the worst Power Five conference. It's true, it is basketball. In, in basketball. It's true. Um, maybe football too, and they're probably up there for football too. Of course. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Big who, Twelve. At least they have Oklahoma. I was about to, like, who? I mean, the Big Twelve has this past year: West Virginia, Oklahoma, even Texas had a pretty good team. Oklahoma yeah. State. I mean, you've got Iowa State always beats somebody they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. You have several. Good, I mean, Pac-12 football. I, was, I went as soon as you said that, I started to think. I mean, Washington State. You've had a couple good Washington teams. Yeah. Who? Who else? You expect USC to be good every year? Yeah. But I mean, who else? And then Oregon had. A couple good years, but I mean, they couldn't even win a national championship in their best years. Yeah. So, with Chip Kelly, with the coach <laughs> yeah. they have coaching their football team, <laughs> um, it gets back to our point. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I just don't. I think that they're getting some um, backlash from the donors, from the fans. So they're trying to like maybe put an ease to it, trying to they throw the other guy under the bus. Yeah. So they weren't able to get their top tier guys. I don't know why they tried to talk to Calipari, but he was like, no. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, how much, Dixon. how much money do you have to offer a guy like Calipari to leave? So, 
I'm not saying. I mean, Kentucky's got to be a dream job in terms of college basketball, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so like, definitely blue blood. Yeah. So, what's your goal in getting a guy like Calipari from Kentucky? Like, or what are you going to offer him to to get him there? Yeah, that like, you don't already have access to. Exactly. That I don't know. Just yeah, don't understand. That it. didn't make any sense. And I think they struck out with their top tier guys, so they went Jamie Dixon for whatever reason that didn't work out. Um, and then they were, went to Rick Barnes, obviously didn't work out. Um, and then they and, went to Mike Cronin. I, I just don't. I just don't understand like what makes them think that they're so good. At, right. I mean, they went 17 and 16 this year, seventh in the Pac-12, which again was the worst. <laughs> In um, the Pac-12, only got conference. they only got two in because uh, Oregon got the automatic bid. Yeah, because they they like ran the table. Like, yeah, they had to fight their way like to get a decent seed in it because they were they ended up being fourth um, at ten and eight. So UCLA was nine and nine. They were five hundred. Yeah, in the Pac-12 this season, um, they haven't won a conference uh, a conference title regular season title since, like, 2013. Yeah, I mean, they did a good job of going after someone like Rick Barnes in terms of his age because he was like, I remember, like, I mean, he talked about it. He was like, I remember going to John Wooden's camps. Yeah. So you you went after the right guy, I guess, in terms of age. Like, he remembers UCLA as a premier program. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I'm I'm with you in terms of, like, I just don't – I mean, obviously, so if you step back and look at it, not as a Vol fan. Like, if you're a you're coaching at UT – there's no draw to UCLA, whereas if you're even if you're a UT guy and Duke or North Carolina calls, you understand it as a basketball guy. Not so much now to UCLA, um, but you went after the guy, right guy and Rick that remembers John Wood. But now you're now you're sitting back and and Rick kind of throws them under the bus in terms of which we, I think we talked about that last week a little bit. Yeah, because um, more stuff has come out since then. Yeah. Um, in terms of he. Straight up said the buyout wasn't there, which I don't know why they're upset about. You know, well, I do know why. Um, they apparently said through a reporter they would pay the buyout, and now it comes out they wouldn't. Which, as a well, I don't know, like as a UT fan, if you go out and get somebody like if you go out and get Mike Leach, and you had to pay five million dollars just to get him, you're going to be upset as a UT fan, right? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I mean, unless you're going and getting Nick Saban. Oh, yeah, I agree. Like, unless you're going out and getting somebody who definitely can win, no doubt in your mind, can win. You shouldn't be paying that much money. So, if you're paying $5 million for maybe Calipari, I don't know. Like, do you even pay that much for Calipari? Like, how many is he? He's won one at UK. Yeah. And that's the only other guy they talk to worth paying that much money. And he's been in trouble at other places, so yeah, I'm. I don't. I don't know if I if I'm Philip Forward and I'm interviewing Calipari, I'm kind of skeptical about it. And I know he's a good coach. He you're is. not, but you're not. But okay, you hire him flat out. You just hire him, but you don't pay five million dollars to hire him. Is my point right? Yeah. So like, I, I just don't understand like why UCLA UCLA's hire just didn't like it. Never made it. Never made sense when you look at it in that aspect. Like five million dollars for Rick Barnes. Is absurd in my opinion, and I like Rick Barnes. Me and you've talked about that. I like that we paid two point whatever to keep him. Yeah, because it's better than starting over with someone like Donnie Tindall, like taking a chance on, right? For example, but I would if they were like, yeah, you got to pay five million plus the two point, 
eight, whatever it is. I'd be like, ah, let him go at that point. Like, we'll find someone at See, that I, point. I mean, and I don't even care about. I don't care about the money. I don't care. It just the UCLA did make sense just because Rick Barnes is like a low key guy. He likes low key players. Yeah. Um, to develop and, and and UCLA like who's the last player that they had? Do you know? Lonzo Ball. Lonzo, yeah, I guess, so, I guess I mean, that's it. That's was the high? Was he on LeBron? Sorry, we just got off to Lonzo Ball. Was he on LeBron's barbershop thing? Whatever. Have you watched any of that? So I saw no, a clip I from it this week. That. I saw a clip from it this week. They were talking about um, who are they talking about? But I thought I saw Lonzo Ball on it. I, I need that, to go watch it. My phone's up there, but I need to go see if it was Lonzo Ball. I know that they there was something come out about the Magic Johnson. They had different. Oh, it had nothing to do with that. It was it was a player. It was a specific player they talked about. Okay. Oh, they were talking about Zion is what it was. Oh, okay. And I feel like Lonzo was like obviously not in the show, but maybe like guest on the st- on the show. I need to go watch it again, but I can't remember. I I have not watched it in its entirety either. So yeah, but it, it just I'm sure it's good. The California and Rick Barnes just didn't make sense to me whatsoever. And then they they tied John Wooden, and I get that, but like right. As of like Rick Barnes and his philosophy, and to move to Los Angeles and be just like put on this pedestal of what you should be and what you have to be, right? Um, for a program that's not good, so I, and hasn't been good in how long? Yeah. Um, so I, I just don't understand what made UCLA such a hot. Com- they think is a hot commodity where they. I expect to get a, a great coach. I haven't thought about it in that way, but I mean that makes sense for sure. Um, I mean, and now now they're trying to throw back that, from that Rick Barnes, and, yeah, line. So I'm looking at it from a UCLA standpoint. I'm like, why even? If I'm a UCLA fan, I'm probably kind of upset you went after Rick Barnes. Yeah. Well, well, my thing is like with that for that much money. I mean, you got to look at all of the. You've already hired a coach, and then you <laughs> yeah it comes out that. Oh no, he Rick Barnes accepted it, but then wanted more money after after Tennessee offered more money. Right, and then they said no, and then he was like, "Oh, we can go back to what you offered before." No, like you know, he didn't say that. Yeah, like so, you know, somebody is lying, and I'm not saying it's UCLA because I don't know for sure. <laughs> but it seems but like it, UCLA. <laughs> yeah, it, it's looking more and more like UCLA is lying to somebody. Because at that point, wouldn't Rick have had to take the pay cut from Tennessee to go to UCLA? Yeah, it it just it doesn't make sense, and I've been trying to like ride both sides of the line and just being like, okay, why would Rick Barnes lie? He didn't want to upset Tennessee fans, but he's never held back of what he said to Tennessee fans anyway, or Tennessee players, or yeah, for that so, matter, Tennessee program so for that, that matter. Make sense. I, I I'm just not buying that Rick Barnes is a liar, and and UCLA is telling the truth. I'm not buying that. Yeah, he's even told the truth when it wasn't the favorite thing to hear yeah. like people are like why would you say that he still said it so yeah i mean <laughs> and you you told the truth that people didn't want to hear yeah so why would you lie about this yeah i can't disagree with that it's it's definitely been a weird scenario and i think a lot of people have had um good takes about it in terms of why is it still a thing yeah we're a couple weeks past it you yeah got your coach we got ours so and i definitely think tennessee is better off with rick barnes as their head coach um i'm not saying then ucla oh you're not gonna say it then ucla with Mount Cro- mike cronin you're not gonna say that i'll say it mike cronin's not ideal no no he's not <laughs> um and that, for that guy to be like their 10th option that they talk to <laughs> oh no. hold on ninth 
Okay. <laughs> Nine. Yeah. I have no like, idea. I'm just yeah. trying to, yeah, you get it. <laughs> UCLA, you suck. Um, and that's why you're – I think your football program. What was the? Your, I need to look it up. What was their per, What was their um, program? What was their record this year? Seventeen and sixteen. No, no, no. Sorry, with Chip Kelly and football. I was, oh, I, yeah, was I was gonna, I was gonna keep building on that. It wasn't good. I know that. Was it even above five hundred? I, I mean, they're just falling apart, right? Ball. I don't think they made a bowl game. I didn't think so either. That's why I said, a, yeah. Um, we'll we'll get there. Just bear with us. I'm I'm three and nine. Is that right? That can't be right. That's not right. Oh my God! Please be right. That's three and nine. That's right. They went three and nine. Oh <laughs> that my is God. their worst since going. Oh my God! Per Wikipedia, that is their worst going. Wor- their worst since going two seven and one in nineteen seventy one. And they beat USC. They beat one of the best teams on their schedule. Uh, and they went three and nine. Oh my gosh! UCLA is trash. Yeah, no, that's terrible. They're the new laughing stock. We might have been a laughing stock because of we're laughing stock for what's around our programs, not necessarily what <laughs> our programs are. I mean, I'll I'll be the first to admit we botched the crap out of our coaching search. Yeah, no, it was terrible. Like, also, like we fired a coach on a plane, yeah, <laughs> like, or not a coach, sorry, an AD on our plane, a decent coach out of it. Like they so, botched oh, it and got a shit coach. So out let of me it. talk about that since we're talking about coaching searches and all that. So people are calling into a station that will remain unnamed on here. Um, going, what happens if Jeremy Pruitt takes the Alabama job when Nick Saban leaves? Like, they're like, if Nick Saban leaves this year, Jeremy Pruitt gets offered, what happens? I'm like, we cancel. Like, we just cancel the program. Can you imagine Alabama offering someone like Jeremy Pruitt the job this year? I'd be like, take it. He hasn't proven shit. Just do it. (laughs) Take him. We'll go get somebody else. Like, yeah. Alabama, first off, Alabama wouldn't offer him. He hasn't, he hasn't gone to a bowl game as a head coach. A bowl game. And they have like seventy six bowl games nowadays. Yeah, no, there's no way. I mean, Nick Saban had like a full resume. I mean, he, he won a out. national championship at LSU. Like, yeah, oh, he had a, he had a full. He he, when he went to the NFL. He would have made it as an NFL coach. F Drew Brees. If Drew Brees passes his F in physical, we never have to deal with Nick Saban as Alabama head coach. I guarantee it. God, Drew Brees. Yeah, Drew Brees about five eleven. Drew Brees. But yeah, so I mean that, yeah, head coaches is program. I mean, it's crazy, it's crazy. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, that's all I got to say about. That. But let's talk about some guys that are leaving this program. Um, about you know, leaving Tennessee. Um, I mean, I guess start with Derek Walker. That's a big yeah, talk. That's a big. The, that's a big talk of the town. Entering the transfer portal. I don't still don't know what the transfer portal is. Full disclosure. I mean, I don't think anybody does. Nobody knows. It's like the cloud. <laughs> It's definitely the cloud. No one knows what it is. Um, but I, I feel like this is a weird thing. Um, we talked about Derek Walker um, and Jalen Johnson before the start of, of last basketball season. And we thought Derek Walker would be a heck of a asset to this team. We thought he would develop into right. um, somebody who could, you know, especially when Kyle Alexander was, you know, getting in foul trouble as he did this season and had some inconsistencies. You would like to see Derek Walker step in and be that guy, um, but he just wasn't. And for whatever right. reason, it didn't develop. Um, I don't know if it's attitude. I don't know if it's he just didn't fit in the system. I don't know if it's Coach Barnes. I have no clue. But for whatever reason, it did not work 
Derek Walker did not turn into the guy they thought they could. Right. And I guess it doesn't necessarily mean he's leaving, right? That he enters. Yeah. But you assume he's gone. Right. I mean, you look at his freshman year, he averages like 1.1 points per game. Um, and then this year he averaged 0.8. Um, his freshman year he averaged like eight minutes per game. This year he averaged like five. And I mean, I feel like you. I feel like you could have used him better this year. Um, I guess we didn't see him enough though to say that for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, when he was in, he was in for like a minute. Yeah, and then he might do something terrible, and you take him out. He might do something good, and he, you take him out. Yeah, he had about as many good minutes as he did did absolutely bad minutes. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it. I feel like that's a guy that's got a big body. Looks like an athlete you hate to see go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I guess. If we're going to look at the silver lining, you free up a uh, scholarship spot. I mean, I yeah. I guess that's it. That's in basketball. I feel like that's the only like you see a guy like you talked about average five minutes a game. You see him leave, you go, well, maybe that's a maybe that's a scholarship spot, mm-hmm. and, and maybe he knows something that we don't. Maybe it's a recruit reclassifying. Maybe it's a grad transfer. Maybe it's Blackshear from Virginia Tech who yeah. averaged fourteen points per game and like eight rebounds. Um, I mean, if we're trading, no disrespect to Derek Walker, but if we're trading that guy for Derek Walker, I mean, you take that every day. Yeah, you, yeah. you got to think we got a we got a good deal there. Absolutely, and, and it's definitely tough. You you hate to see a guy like Derek Walker that you feel like, again, you don't know, but you feel like you gave he gave his all. He, he yeah. seemed to really enjoy it in game days. Uh-huh. Seemed to really enjoy the University of Tennessee, the basketball program, and and you hate to see it, but and, and um, fans wanted more. They right, more they did. Um, That's even true. Even though it might not have been good, but you wanted to see what he could do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because I, I think in the, I don't Tusculum is that who he had the exhibition. That game? was an exhibition game, yes. And so he had like a double double. Yeah. That. And so you thought, oh, all right, like he's going to be seventh or eighth man off the I, bench. I did hear a good point that I mean, how much of a help could he have been though that. Uh, Fulgerson beat him out for minutes. Oh yeah, I agree. Um, and, and I'm not. I don't think the we've heard from our coaching staff. It just doesn't seem like they would just favor Fulgerson for no reason, yeah. other than he was a good basketball. He was a he was better at basketball at that time. Yeah. So I I don't know. Yeah. For I mean, for whatever reason, just didn't work out. I, I thought it was weird um, to see. Like I wouldn't have thought he would go because you know your minutes just increase. Mm. This year, this especially year. if Grant Williams leaves, which yeah. it looks Schofield every day, it looks Williams, more and more like Alexander, Williams is leaving. Like those three, those three guys, two of them are definitely gone, and the third one could be on right on his way. And, and it looks like I, I mean, every day you see new NBA stuff, yeah. it looks like Williams is gone, which is depressing. And I, and everyone asks me, and I'm like, I think he's gone, but I'm holding on to the hope that him and Josiah James yeah. have like buddied up good because you brought that point of like families and them are close mm-hmm. and you just i'm holding on to that hope at this yeah. point i am i and don't you got to I, grant williams is the kind of guy you just want to see play here forever like yeah even next year is going to be sad you know he has to go and it's gonna be like kind of the similar admiral thing you're like darn and like I'll you have ahead, to go i'll go ahead and give a hot take grant williams is one of the best players ever to come through tennessee Oh, absolutely when you look at it as a whole some old guy will probably be like oh you didn't see ernie and bernie yeah and i'm just like I didn't, and I would still put both of them up there. Um, right. But, Grant but, but Grant's has got to be one. There. Yeah. I mean, what he's done for the pro – and it's kind of similar. I think me and you have talked about this on the show. I'm not going to 
hold you to that. I don't know. But we talked about how Josh Dobbs has been one of the best players to come through the football program, mainly because of the time he came through. Like, yeah. what he did for the program at the time he was here, He number one, he kept Butch Jones around a hell of a long, a lot, a lot longer than he should have been. <laughs> so, <darn laughs> so should we hate him? Like, yeah. I don't know. Darn but him. seriously, he did a ton for this program um, when they desperately needed it. And kind of similar to Grant Williams. Like, he kind of rejuvenated the program yeah. when it needed it. And obviously, he was a great basketball player. He was a great leader. Um, and all that just kind of combines for what he was able to do as a as yeah. a player at the time he was here. So, and I'll I mean, I'll be the first one to get a Grant Williams jersey. I'll pay <laughs> I'll gladly. $50 for it too. Gladly. Absolutely. Is there another great number 2 in Tennessee's park? Cuz like at number 5, a lot of people mistake it for Chris Lofton Jerry or Tano. No, in basketball. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> but that was a good joke now that I look at it you were joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> basketball. I don't I, I don't remember any. Okay. I, I know, like, the Schofield and Lofton jerseys get, if there's not a name on the back, get mistaken a lot. So Yeah. But you want to talk about Eric Crosby, too, another guy that's leaving the program. Yeah, Eric Crosby. Um, he is retiring from football um, for medical issues. It just looked, you know, from the moment he came into Tennessee, and he was a highly talented defensive tackle out of Virginia Beach, um, U.S. Army, All-American. Um you know, it was a big get. I remember when we got the commitment from him, and that was, that was a big get. Um, but just for whatever reason, did not develop. Um, was injury-prone a lot, moved to offense. Um, and, I mean, he was here. It was it was Butch Jones' last recruiting class. Damn him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he, he had a year in that horrid strength and conditioning program that we had where we had literally two-thirds of the team were out. Doing all year just for yeah, whatever. Just in jerseys and, yeah. and shorts. For whatever um, reason. So, you know, for whatever reason, just didn't pan out. It, it sucks, and we, we wish him the best. Hopefully he's able to stay around the program and just be a part of that. Um, yeah, I, I hate that. And I, Oh, yeah, you always hate to see players leave. I'm like, not going to say it's Bush Jones' fault, but I mean, <laughs> right. as many as – We'll gladly blame it on him. Yeah, the <laughs> players that we had and – um, within that strength and conditioning program, you got to put some blame on him. Not, I'm, not in this case. You don't. I'm not. I'm not saying if it's right or wrong, but I agree. Yeah, I mean, I you don't have to put Eric Crosby in, in that. Um, there's definitely some blame with all those injuries that we had that year. Oh, that year, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely stinks to see players leave any at any point. Like Derek Walker, hate to see him leave. Um, even if it's better for him, it's kind of bittersweet moment. Hate to see it, just because you want him to be a guy like that in your program. Um, definitely, when it's for medical reasons, hate to see guys leave, retire. Um, so, so definitely stinks. But um, obviously, wish wish them the best of luck. Yeah, so. that's what you got to do. Yep. Um, any guys that you want to talk about? Vol football, ball basketball. I don't want to leave you. I think stranded. I'm good. I'm good. We're good. Good. As long as you're good, I'm always good. I'm always good. Um, that leads us into dang. This is a short episode. I hate that. But we can also talk about Game of Thrones, which I, which I guess we can do that before. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Game of Thrones before we get into our of the weeks. We can talk about one Game of Thrones. So we're here for it. I see. I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna be wrong about Game of Thrones, so I don't want to talk about it. Like I'm. I know it. Dude, a lot of people are putting down the last episode. I don't get it. Like, Wait, it what now? Episode. They're Battle putting it down. I, I mean, I think everybody's putting it down mainly because it was so hyped up. 
Like, it wasn't any better than, like, um, Battle Blackwater or Battle of Bastards. Like, it was it was a normal Game of Thrones. Like, it was good. It was really good. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, head and shoulders above better than those. Like, it was, it was when, another when hot, good battle. When you hot things up like that, it's not going to... Just, like, Endgame. Endgame was one of the best <laughs> movies I've ever seen. We were like, oh, it wasn't that good. Like, it was like, it was like as good as some of the better superhero movies you've ever yeah, seen. And because it's 10 years of everything just packed into one episode. Yeah. Like, that's what made it awesome. Not I haven't because, seen it, so I can't comment. Not because I, I didn't watch any of them, and I went and just saw a superhero movie. I had no clue what's going on. <laughs> if, if you actually got what was going on, they tied in so many little things that just made that movie awesome. Yeah, but from a Game of Thrones perspective, I mean... I don't know how you could necessarily hate. I, I was talking about this with some friends earlier. Um, I mean, every single movie and every single TV show has a plot hole. Like you can look at it and go, "Oh, that's really stupid," but it has to happen for the plot mm-hmm. to continue. Yeah. You just got to accept. If you like it, you like it and accept it. Now, if there's a TV show that has a million plot holes, it's probably not good. But it has like one that just drops through just for something to continue happening. It's probably just a good TV show or a good movie, whatever. I mean, I don't, I don't understand like. Like you knew it wasn't going to be the last episode. You knew right. everybody wasn't going to die. So, yeah. Um, like would have like would have Cersei and the, like I guess everyone expected the Cersei and the Night King just to battle like. Yeah. And the Night King obviously wins, right? Which yeah. I was in the same time. Like the Night King had to win for it to make sense. Like at the end of the day, if the Night King didn't win, it didn't make. Like I don't know. Just everything about them just seemed like they couldn't be killed. So mm-hmm. I feel like that was the only thing that logically made sense. Yeah. And. Obviously, that didn't happen. So logically, I mean, Arya Stark. Arya Stark. She's that bad B. She is, dude. Dude, she's awesome. I loved. I've loved her since day one, which I guess girl. most Game of Thrones people have. But like, I remember seeing her, and I was like, Arya's my girl. Love Arya. Yeah. She's awesome. But it was a really good episode. Um, and I, I was talking to Brody about this earlier. Um, Brody, are you on here? I don't know. You can comment. Let me know. Um, it was every bit as good. Green Brody. Marine Brody, every <laughs> thank you for your service. Every bit as good as um, episode two, just in a different way though. Yeah, in a very different way. Yeah, there's just more action in it. Right, very different way. Every bit as good as uh, episode two. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, you talked about how excited we are for this one. Um, I'm gonna throw let's let's throw in some predictions for this one. Does anyone die? Anyone major yes. die? Who yep. do you? Okay, do you have a name, or do you just think someone I do does? Have a name. You have a and name. And okay, let's hear the, it. I don't know if it's exactly in this episode, but I think it has. No, to no, be no, no, no. In this episode, I'll go for this episode. <laughs> I think it's Grey Worm. Um, okay. I think for Daenerys to be that Mad Queen that she's kind of like getting pushed into. Yeah. Um, I think pe- more people in her corner need to die. Okay. Um, I think she's been vulnerable with uh, Jorah Mormont. Mormont. Uh, getting killed, very vulnerable um, as she was trying to help him, and then I think Grey Worm is that next guy in her corner that that dies. Um, and if you, if you remember him and um, I can't remember that, it starts with the M. The, the girl's, girl's name, yeah. yeah, that he's in love with. Anyway, um, they're talking about their plans like after the fighting is over. Mm, setting like, it up for death. Setting it up. Setting for death. it up for yes, death. Exactly. So She's I'm gonna like hold her and cry like mm-hmm. the beach house in Maine. Like <laughs> we talked about it. You were supposed to protect me yeah. and my people. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I think I think he's gone now. I, I like Grey Worm. Um, right. At first, I was like, man, you I don't want gonna... him to die. You just think it'll happen. Yeah, I think yeah. it'll happen, yeah. dude. But like, there in in um the battle of Winterfell, there was no one that died that I was just like, no, it, it was a. 
in that respect, it was a terrible Game of Thrones episode. Like, you expected someone to die that you didn't want to die. Yeah. In that respect, Somebody it was. Somebody you had emotional connection to, but there was right. no one that I just, I was like, yeah, Dora <laughs> died, but I was like, eh, I don't uh, care. That's fair. I guess. You should have died anyway from that. Yeah, that's true. From the rock, whatever. Yeah, rock people. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely didn't want him to die by any means. Um, So, here's my next question about this episode. Does the so it's an it's an hour and twenty minutes. Um, does the battle between uh, Cersei and uh, I don't know what you call him Sansa and uh, Winterfeld. Dan, yeah Winterfeld Sansa Danny like does it all end? I feel like it has to start right, but does it all end this I episode? I don't know if it. I, I feel think, like there's so much I to think set up. Five is the one. Yeah, I feel like I feel like, but it's an hour and twenty minutes. That's what kind of makes you like, oh, maybe I think it does it gets happen, there and maybe something happens. Yeah, a lot has to be set up for sure. Yeah, maybe they know that John's not who they who they think because obviously John knows who John is. Yeah, who they they found out John it and who they think he is. Hmm, I don't know. Which I feel like is definitely going to create some trouble when everyone else. Cersei's got something out. Because that like that bitch is crazy. Yeah, I mean, there there's some crazy people in the world, but Cersei beats all of them. Yeah, I would I'd probably agree with that. Like, there's people that belong in like a, a mental hospital. Yeah. She belo- like she's head of the mental hospital. I feel like my next person to die is um, Bran of uh, Tar. Well, I don't know about my next. She's yeah. No, I'm gonna go my next. She's okay. my next to die. All right. Just because, like, I feel like it's time. It's been past time, probably. Yeah, I thought she was going to die in the last one. There was a lot of people I thought should have died last episode. They didn't. Like, it was a good time to just do it and be done with it. Like, let him die with honor, I guess. But you didn't do it. I think so. Tyrion kills Cersei. You think Tyrion kills Cersei? Uh, you don't think Jamie has to see, face that consequence? I think, like, I think Bronn that... kills Jamie. Okay. With a with an arrow. All right. But I don't think he can shoot... Tyrion. You guys heard it here first. Let's see what I happens. Think Tyrion. Let's see what happens. Yeah. I'm excited now. Just because Landon said that, so I'm excited now. Right. This yeah. was actually recorded after the Game of Thrones <laughs> episode, so like you guys are getting this. Yeah. Sorry. You just have to find out what's next. I'm gonna go with no. Now you have to find out. Like right. let's see. Watch it tonight on HBO. Um you're welcome, HBO. You kinda have to kick back some money to us now. Um you're definitely. <laughs> um I guess let's go into of the weeks. Oh, now that we talked about the previous Game of Thrones episode that happened, episode four. Yeah. We just talked about it. Most important. Recap. Most important. CC Sabathia. Oh, wow. In his 3,000th career strikeout. Big deal. Mm. That is a big deal. Big deal. He's that old. A big deal. He's, old he's, he's a, a big, big dude. dude. He's big. He's a big dude. He's a big guy. Um, just a guy that just like, is kind of like that Bartolo Colon, just like that. Big doesn't throw that hard, but is just so savvy with his. He really pitches. doesn't throw that hard. I mean, uh, okay, that, I said that hard. I didn't say that hard. He doesn't throw as hard as like most. S- some of the guys up there. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. He's a closer, right? Yeah. Okay. So I thought. Again, don't watch baseball that much. You're finding out today. Maybe. Also, know. big news. You should know. Breaking that. news. Breaking. Jalen Cohn. Um, top point guard in the 2020 class has now announced he will reclassify to the 2019 class. Okay. And, and you know who just left? Well, we're also assuming Jordan, Jordan Bone. Bone. We're assuming Jordan Bone leaves, yeah. but you know who else I'm talking about? Derek and, Walker. And narrowed his, um, his teams down to the final six, and guess who's in it? The Vols. The University of Tennessee, baby. Go Vols. So, Rick Barnes still recruiting. 
Um, still cruising. That's that's big news. Even you, though he got paid. Yeah, you still definitely cruising. want a ball handler. You know, Lamonte Turner, I feel like, is a decent enough ball handler. Um, but you definitely but want you, a guy who is, you know, you're... Josiah James. Josiah James. I'm just talking about Josiah James. <laughs> but I think Josiah James is going to be like a two-guard. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, in the NBA. But yeah. next year. But next year, I mean, I mean, sure. if, don't get, if Jalen Cones in there, have him bring the ball up. Have them both bring the ball. Up. <laughs> I mean, shit. I mean, hell, like a couple years or two years ago, we ran out of people who could. People were getting turnovers, so Grant was just like, "I'll bring the <laughs> yeah. ball up." I mean, I was kind of for letting Grant bring it up whenever. Like he's Grant yeah. Williams, let him do yeah. whatever he wants. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, so mine, I've, I've, I've struggled. My phone's up there, but I've got one on my computer here that um, I'm just gonna read off. It's a tweet, and it's a fantastic tweet. It's from uh, at Chris in Georgia. It's John Lee Pettimore on Twitter. Um, he said the White Walkers were UT basketball, just blazing through MFers just to get done in by a midget with a dagger shot. Nice. That's. I feel like you had to have. Like, he had to know about the episode to be able to cue that up in time, right? Like, yeah. Dagger shot. I like. It. I mean, just a phenomenal play. Because, like, I agree. Like, the White Walkers should not have been beat. UT basketball should have been beat. Like, it's just. Especially how the the first part started, where they just destroyed everybody, <laughs> right? Like no battle at all, just like, and then everybody's like, "Oh man!" Oh, I definitely thought everyone was gonna die then. Oh, dude, I would have been the first one. I would have taken off, <laughs> been gone. You drop your sword and just leave. <laughs> well, it was funny, and then uh, Daenerys and John are up there on that mountain, just like, uh, "What?" It's not a bit of bad idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see. So. Uh, so my next one was Cincinnati Reds. Did you see their uniforms for the past couple Dude, of games? Those were freaking sweet. Yeah. And then they've got another one that's tonight. It's like a blue one, right? Yeah. Um, and so sweet. one of their players, I don't know which one it was. I should have done more research, but I was lazy. Um, one of their players like had the eye black and like made a stash out of it. Did you Golden. See that? No, I did not see that. That's good. Oh, stud. Yeah. Stud. Old school. Kicking it old school. <coughs> stud. Yeah. No, I, thought, I thought that was cool. Yeah, those uniforms are sick. Yeah, they are. They're awesome. I love the collar on them. Yeah. Yeah, they look they looked really nice. Um, fail of the week. Fail of the week. Uh, Knox News, of course. <sighs> oh, God. I thought you were going to go somewhere else. <laughs> Dude, so I had – my phone's up there. I had a time hop where I made fun of Knox News like five years ago. So they started sucking like five years ago. And yeah. I was like, dang, I was the first one to do it. That was me. Worse. Yeah. Um, so they put out an article. I didn't click on it because I didn't want to give them an actual – like view, oh nice. That. So I yeah, I, on it. props to Landon. Props um, to I, Landon. I feel like it would be one of those like Billy Madison things where it made everybody <laughs> in the crowd dumber. It did, I didn't want to be dumber for reading it, so I didn't read it. God have mercy um, on your soul. Yeah. So it said, "Why Gainesville, the swamp, Dude. offer perfect weekend getaway for Tennessee football fans?" Why would you tweet that? <laughs> like, <laughs> like who's like, oh, yep, this is a good idea in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Maybe some place in Gainesville, so you didn't click on it, so we don't know. I didn't click on it. I no. saw that tweet, though. Yeah. Maybe some like resort in Gainesville paid them to tweet that. And they're like, we'll just try to get some Knoxville fans down here because we know we suck. That and we know sense. they suck. They can't just come down here for football. Also, if somebody paid me to do it, it'd have to be a lot of oh, money for oh, me to just look like an idiot. So much money. Social media. So much money. But I'm just saying, maybe that's the case. I don't know. Like, yeah, but like, what are we getting away to? So if, if they didn't do that, if they right, didn't pay them to do that, right. what are we getting... Like, like, no. What would I want to leave in Knoxville to go to Gainesville for? Absolutely nothing. Exactly. Absolutely nothing. Like, I don't have an addiction to meth. <laughs> I, I don't. 
love jean shorts. Um, you every, don't, you every don't. day. Okay. Every day. <laughs> now, there's some days where I have to bring them out. You have to wear day. them. Um, cargo shorts haven't been in for like six, seven years. Um, probably longer than that, but that's when I stopped. I don't think cargo shorts were ever in. They're just like when the younger people, like they're like, yeah, just pawn those off on the younger people. Yeah, they're the cheapest ones. <laughs> yeah. We paid less for more pockets. I was about to say, which is actually a good deal when you think <laughs> about it. Like, you have more storage. Yeah. That's like um, AirPods. You're, you're actually paying, paying more for more less wire. For less wire. Less yeah. wire. Um, yeah, so in Knox News, that's just terrible. Um, that's so bad. Gainesville, I agree. No one, wants to, no one wants to pay to go to Gainesville. I think it's just like, you do it once. Okay, I, I did that. I went and saw the but swamp. I- it was awful. Um, I How sad of it is it to call something in Florida a weekend getaway? Like yeah. most places in Florida are a vacation. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> like like a romantic getaway. And I feel like if I was to take my wife on like a romantic getaway, and I like showed up in Gainesville, like she would punch you in the print throat. Divorce papers like oh, right there. That'd be impressive that quick. Yeah, so I I expect her to punch you in the throat. Oh, she'd probably do that too. <laughs> hey, just. You mean that one too? Can you do it just to see Calm what happens? Up. Drive her to Gainesville. Plan a good trip because that would be shitty on you. But plan a good trip to like whatever Florida. Yeah, there's. I mean, but in, in Gainesville, there's not like there's got to be like just Motel Sixes everywhere, right? There's not like an Embassy Suites or. Anything. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, Hiltons are like non-existent. There. Super Eight yeah. oh. is high class. <laughs> I know what you get at now. Uh, mop fail of the week is my boy Steph Curry. Not my boy, but you get it. Dude, so when I saw that play, I did not think the score was close. That's The game is winnable at that point. Yeah. And he misses a dunk. with like I think when the dunk like finally missed was like nine, 19 seconds. Yeah. Down by five. How do you miss that? Dude, and, and people forget, like, Steph Curry isn't like 5'10". He's 6'3", and that athletic. And you can't dunk. I mean, you can't dunk, but he misses that dunk. Yeah, but I mean, he's missed a couple in his As career. In, I mean, yeah. that dunk is bad. That yeah, makes like it three up. Not if you win, it makes it three up. It's not, not like that you dunk. Try to dunk it and hit the back of the rim. You couldn't even <laughs> get it over the front of the rim. That's a bad dunk. Ooh, Caleb's getting a call. We'll see what happens here. Oh God, you're still on the podcast. That's the good news. We back on. We'll just keep keep recording the podcast. Uh, oh, no. Okay. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. You just want to finish the podcast? Yeah. All right. We'll finish the podcast. We'll tweet out what happened later. Forgot to put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Dang it, We're Emily. almost... Yeah, dang it, Emily. We're almost done anyways, um, which is good. We just finished... Our, do you have any more fellow weeks? I have one more. One more fellow week for Landon. Cassandra um, from Twitter. I don't oh, know her okay. Um, but she got a tattoo of Morgan Wallen. That's kind of kind of hot. Was his mullet? That's a silhouette of Morgan Wallen. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Look that how far back is his uh, forehead goes. That's like the person you have to draw in like art class in like third grade. Like you know, it's not the silhouette of the art per- yeah. of the person. That's what that looks like. Yeah. Did they just like? Oh, I want to. I want a picture of Morgan Wallen. He's just got a mullet. So you just draw the mullet on and whatever the, else people yeah, feel. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. This is the only person ever to have a mullet. They'll they'll learn. They'll so they'll bad. get it. So bad. Yeah, that's that's pretty terrible. That's all you got. That's all you got. That's all my only fail was Steph. I watched that the other night and I was just. She couldn't give us like two more minutes. I know. <laughs> Damn it, man. 
I guess. That's hilarious. I don't know. I guess I messed up. Left her at home. Shouldn't have done that. Um, but. Yeah, that's the only fell I have. She heard you were taking her to Gainesville. I guess. She, she got pissed. You know. yeah. She got pissed. Um, I got some good news, guys. I'm working on a new shirt. Uh, more important issues, me and Lana are working on a new shirt. It's going to be the, uh, hopefully, the Vols uh, signs, yep. V-O-L-S signs. Um, you, sure, you sure you want to say that right now? I just want you all to, I want you to think about it, and I don't think it's going to be as good as you see it. So I want okay. you to wait. I want you to so wait. So you're not trying to hype it up. I'm not trying to hype it up. Okay. I am going to send it because Mark Nagy loves those things. So I do want to get, I do want to send him one as just a thank you for coming on our show, but also, hey, yeah. man, you like this? You like this shit? Hey, you like this shit? <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited for it. Uh, don't know when we'll have those for sure. Ideally, though, just have them um, in the summer ready for football season that's yep. really that's really my only thought at this point uh which is obviously not incredibly far away um but a, a good enough time as yeah. well so and, and before you do that you could always buy our baseball shirts we had several people purchase them this weekend i'm gonna get those sent out this week uh they're cool shirts you should buy them. yeah and we still got some baseball left we may have even more baseball left if they make it into the tournament possibly. so we'll see. possibly go balls go balls check out our people at my bookie our people at SeatGeek. And we're bringing the boat in, and we out.